Welcome to the Real Underrated Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Holiday. With me, as always, is Mr. Timothy Beckman. What's up? How are we doing today? Man, it is the end of an era. An end to the saga, right? Lord of the Rings didn't get nine fucking movies, I can tell you that. That's true. Uh, We're going to start this thing off. We're going to be doing, as you can see by the title... Um, a Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker review. Um, we're gonna start off as spoiler-free as possible. So if we spoil it, I'm so sorry. But we're gonna try to do a spoiler-free, and then we'll let you know when the spoiler is about to get, just get spilled left and right. But I, I really want to know, man. What did you think of the movie overall? <laughs> So it has some real problems to it. Um, it has a lot, a lot of problems. More than eight. We're, we'll get into that because I don't, <laughs> I don't want to list, name list them off right now. So, so I, I'm going to state this first and foremost: I didn't hate the movie. <laughs> I didn't like the movie, but I didn't hate the movie. Right. I, I'm going to have to see it again and really get a feel for it because, like episode eight. I had to watch a few times for me to be like, you know what? This might be my favorite of the of this new trilogy. Well, so I think the biggest thing here, and you can attest to it too, is it feels like it was supposed to be a longer movie. Oh, yeah. It, it feels like it's missing so much to it. Well, see, I saw a review, and it's pretty spot on to what I think, you know, after one viewing, what it is. J.J. Abrams wrote this movie. He co-wrote it with someone else. He wrote this movie and it just feels like a movie by committee. It feels like they went from scene to scene and they said, Hey, what fits best for here? And then a whole bunch of people answered and they said, cool. (laughs) And they just went from scene to scene. Um, It does feel really, really choppy because I I told you, and I, I think you disagree, but the first two thirds of the movie just doesn't feel coherent with itself, let alone with seven and eight. It doesn't feel like it is a true sequel I don't know, like, it just doesn't feel like a sequel to those movies. And then the last third, which, you know, we we have opposing views on, the last third, I thought kind of cleaned it up a little bit, but also didn't feel particularly Star Wars. I mean, I can agree to an extent because, like, I have a huge problem with the pacing in the first two-thirds of that movie. And then when the pacing got better, the storytelling was trying to develop... Uh, you're already in this sense of like, there's no point in getting involved. In, what it in almost all, feels like a all. sense of urgency too, right. for some reason. <laughs> it, has, it has almost like, um, and I mean, it's not necessarily like that when you rewatch the movie. But I felt like watching like the Avengers now, with how kind of corny it is. But like it, honestly, as a standalone movie, is not paced very well. It's because it's a part of all of that, the whole MCU, that it comes off a lot better. But here. You, you wanted just something a little bit more because I don't you don't feel the same way about these characters. You know what I mean? Like Ray, Finn, Poe, they're great characters, but they, they never got their time to shine. No, they never really did. Yeah, I know. I, I, I never fa- fell in love with any of the characters. The closest I came to was with Poe. And I would say by far he was a standout in this movie. Most most consistent character. Yeah. Not even a standout in his performance. But he feels like an actual Star Wars character. Well, no, his his character development I think is the best out of anyone's. Well, I mean, they just they made him different in this movie yeah. with him being you know a quote unquote womanizer. Like they gave him a little bit of backstory, but it felt so rushed. Yeah, you know, and and, and that was a big part because it was part of mostly a part of that the beginning part of that movie. I agree. So, would you say this movie would be helped out by being? <laughs> four four and a half hours long or do that does it need to go back in the shop and try again i definitely think it could be helped by a lot more time like if you added another 45 to an hour to this movie i feel like it'd be a different movie in a lot of respect but for the better for the better too as as a as a movie on its own but as cohesively to the trilogy no I don't feel like that at all. See, and I, I agree because most movies, I mean, 
disregarding Star Wars in general. But most movies, each movie can stand by itself. You can you can watch the previous movies and you know, it helps out a little bit with some of the lore and whatnot. Or you can skip the movies and you can get into it and based on the character interactions and stuff like that, you can kind of get a gist for it. That is not the case with Star Wars. And it sucks because you can't unsee it. I really wish I could unsee seven and eight just to watch nine by itself, unsee nine, you know, just to watch eight by itself and see as a movie, are they good? Because I think as a trilogy, it's... So, so I was going to ask that. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, trying to stay as spoiler free as possible. I, no, think, you're good. I think we're doing a good job of that. Um, yeah, it's mainly me. You just got to keep me on track. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say a big, big positive and kind of bittersweet watching it. Um, this was John Williams' last Star Wars movie he'll ever do. And his score was awesome. I thought the music in this was amazing. So there, the, I will say for the most part, 99% of the movie, the music is great. Um, there's one scene closer to the end where I feel like it could have been a bit more dramatic. Yeah. So you could really feel the stakes. Cause like music is, is God, two thirds of the filmmaking process. People don't realize it. They leave. If you cut out the music of half of these like big blockbuster movies, mm-hmm. it, it's not, doesn't have the same impact. And I felt that, um, when uh, they're in that location at the end of the movie, I'm not going to say anything. Um, they're in that location at the end of the movie. I'm like, um, I really could be helped out by like, and I know that sounds terrible to say because it was a nostalgic trip, but if they would have used uh duel of the fates, right. right. At that so last was, part, was, man, that I was thinking awesome. that exact thing. Cause, and it is a big part of the movie. It is nostalgia all the way. They have so much of just, do you remember this? And or, they don't focus on the new stuff, right. which is a problem. <laughs> but it is, and I would, I, I've seen this from other reviewers too. I would say this movie, by and large, is a lot of fan service. Right. A lot of fan service. But it's fan service by committee. So it's yeah. trying to, it's trying to please a little bit of everybody. Oh, yeah. So it's basically like the Walmart of movies. It's got mm-hmm. a little bit of everything, but it doesn't have much of anything. Right. And that's a problem. Um, I agree. Bec- I'm not saying this is a great movie. Right. And, okay. and, but, but we both agree. We don't, we don't, it's not like the worst piece of shit. Like a lot of these reviewers are coming out and just saying, this is the worst. Like Jeremy Johns, he, he came out and said that this might be his least favorite of the saga. And I just, I'm not with him on that. I, I'm going to have to watch it again. But just coming out of the movie theater, it's better than two, right? It's better than two. In my opinion, it's better than one. Yeah, one. I mean, one. What does one have? One has Darth Maul, and one has Pod Racing. Pod racing. That's about That's it. it. Two has what? It has a Coliseum fight. I don't care about the Coliseum fight. I mean, it's not a bad fight, but I mean, it, two has just so much bad story to get to that Coliseum fight. It's not even worth it. I, and, I and if I ever so watch much it, extra CGI. If I ever watch two. I'm already starting off when they're on that planet trying to rescue Obi-Wan. That's where I'm starting. You're like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, a lot of people had a problem with um, with Palpatine being back. It kind of made sense, but they didn't. Again, it felt like it needed to be a longer movie for it to really flesh out what they were trying to accomplish in that last third of the movie. Because I didn't I, like, and I told you, I don't like the horror aspect of this movie. I'm like, why Why is it so dark and like... So I've seen a lot of people uh, criticize Palpatine being in this as if um, he wasn't supposed to be in it. Like they, they did it because they killed off Snoke and they didn't have anywhere else to go. Do you feel like that was the case or do you feel like it made sense to the story? I, I think it made sense. I, I do. But the way they they showed it on screen, I can see where people would think, oh... They were backed into a corner by Ryan Johnson, and this is what they did. I'm like, okay, you're telling me that Kathleen Kennedy is such an idiot that she just let Ryan Johnson have all the say, and they didn't say shit about it. They said, you make the movie you want to make. We're going to stick Star Wars on it, and it's going to be successful. And then when it wasn't as successful as Seven, they go, oh, maybe we need to backpedal a little bit. Because this movie, Episode Nine, does not feel like a direct continuation of eight it feels like seven happened and then some of the events from eight happened and then you're at nine like it seemed like they and and i appreciated jj for not just like completely shitting on eight although he did 
quite a bit. Well, but he didn't like with the Holdo thing. I mean, it's a quick one line thing. And if you didn't catch it, you don't, you know, you're like, what are you talking about? But there's a line in the movie where they reference Holdo from episode eight and uh, some of the efforts she made. And I'm like, okay, see that, that makes sense. That goes a long way in my book to go in, Hey, we're not retconning eight. It's, you know, it happened. There's only a three movie trilogy. We're not going to make a fourth to, to try to help out. Like this is the end. At least they made it a, a definitive end. So out of curiosity, where does this place out of the nine movies for you? Wow. Right. Coming right out of the movie theater. Um, it's low. It's, uh, it's, it's, it, it's seven for me. It's seven. So you have one and two below it. Yeah. Honestly, in my opinion, and this is not the popular opinion. I'm going to put a one, two and six below it. To be honest with you. I put just, it. I put it on the reaction. same. I put it on the same level as six. Okay, that's fair. I mean, I'll, I'll take that. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people are, that are listening to this right now are screaming at their cell phones, going, "What the fuck are these guys mm. talking about?" No, but seriously, if you really think about it, don't just hate the movies to hate them. Don't just go Disney ruined Star Wars. Disney also gave you the Mandalorian. You guys are just loving that show, right? So chill out a little bit and just think about it. Episode seven was. Disney's safe bet. They did. They rehashed the story of episode four and people were like, ah, you know, thanks for it, but we don't want that. So what did they do? They went polar opposite what everybody was asking for. And then people said, what the hell did you do? No, dude, that's what you asked for. You said, Hey, you guys rehashed too much stuff. We want the polar opposite of what this movie is. So they gave it to them and then they just tore it to shreds again. I mean, you like that movie. And then nine almost had to do like this course correction where it was like, Hey, remember this? Remember these good times? You remember yeah. <laughs> like they were, they were the member berries from, from uh, South park. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to disparage this movie at all because I don't want to hate it. I really don't. And well, I think that a might, lot of it has to do with the fact that how much I like date that like, right. That might be a saving hope. grace is that we don't want it to suck. Yeah, so yeah. maybe we're holding on to that a little yeah. bit too hard, but because I like eight, I mean, I just wanted this story to go somewhere. And I feel like it did. It's just we're missing the parts of where that happened. Right. And and, and, and if there's like a director's cut that comes out for this movie, I want to watch it because I feel like. I want JJ to have complete control of that, though. Yeah. I complete control. I feel like it could be amazing. But well, needless to say, this is still a movie I feel like anybody should see. I mean. If you have watched seven and eight, you might as well see nine because you need to see the end of this trilogy. But I mean, you have to see the hero succeed. Yeah. Basically. Cause I mean, it's the same with, um, uh, I'm not comparing this to the dark Knight trilogy, but a similar situation with the dark Knight trilogy. It's like, well, you already have one and two. It's like, might as well see three. Mm -hmm. You don't need to three is not a good movie, but it's like, you know, it kind of wraps up things and puts a bow on it. But overall, it's it's not a bad movie, man. Like, I, I just, I, all the reviews that I'm seeing on IMDb, like right now, I checked it on IMDb, it was 6.8. And I'm like, mm, that's about where I'd rank it. Yeah. Like, it's not the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's not bad. Um, there are some serious issues with it. And... I think more so than eight because eight has more enjoyable moments. Like it, it about like if you have a scale, you have more enjoyable moments than you do just piss poor moments. They're like, what is that? There is one to two scenes from eight. You cut out eight is damn near close to being the perfect star Wars movie, the perfect continuation of the series for most fans. And then nine, like Jeremy Johns was saying, there's not, a particular thing that you can look back on and go, this is why nine was good. Or this is why nine was bad. It was just a lot of mess almost. Yeah. Well, I feel like that's a good, uh, jumping off point. So well, what, what would you, you rank it? What would, you know, Oh, it, one it's, to it's, ten. if I had to get it, give it a one out of 10 rating. Yeah. Cause one is means one means it has no redeemable qualities to it. It is just the bottom of the barrel. And then 10 means it's perfect. It'd probably be about a six for me. Yeah. So, you know, five and a half, six, I, I think 
it has some redeeming qualities, but it's not good enough to stand on its own. Right. It, it, it just sucks because like, even though I don't want to hate it, like when I walked out of the theater, I, I had a thought in my head where I was like, well, thank God it's over. <laughs> I mean, I, I get that, but that could have also been the annoying children that were sitting next yeah, to us in the theater. that was a very bad theater experience, this one. Oh, man, yeah. Shout out to Star Cinema for having just the worst theater experience that I've had at that. To be fair, most of the times that we've gone there, it's been great. Yeah, it's but, a majority. Like when we go to see a movie like we actually want to see, that's usually where we go to see yeah, it. Yeah, they usually have the best sound equipment, best video equipment, and then Star Cinema and Conroe, man. Step up your game. Yeah. Step up your game. That was, that was bad. And I had to go tell an attendant to tell the lady that was sitting next to us with those kids to turn off her cell phone. And then they came in there and told her to turn it off. And then what did she do right when they left? put that thing right back on. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. So it sucks because I think the movie, I know this sounds stupid, but the movie was skewed a little bit because I was kind of pissed off. I was, I was yeah. just like, are you, are you kidding me, dude? I'm, I'm, I paid money to watch this movie and I paid. So I got my tickets really late. We're going to go into the spoilers real quick, but I, I got my tickets really late cause I'm a bad star Wars fan. Um, so the only tickets that I could get to an earlier show was, um, 3d to have halfway decent seats. And so I paid more money than I normally would for a movie because 3d don't, doesn't really have any merits. It didn't look bad. No. Um, but actually I liked some of the effects that they had when they were doing it. They, they used 3d really well. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was more depth, which was nice. Same thing what they did with dread and stuff like that. Yeah. But it, it wasn't overly like my bloody Valentine 3d. No, but overall star cinema, step your game up. (laughs) JJ Abrams, I wish you a long and storied career, but man, this just wasn't your trilogy. Um, all right, let's get to spoilers. Well, look, we're <laughs> going to give you just like, I guess, what, 10 seconds? Yeah, good. Good, solid 10 seconds. I mean, they probably tuned out whenever. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Jingle all the way. Oh, Was that 10 seconds? Sounds like it. Okay, that works. So <laughs> so let's get the big two out of the way. What big the, two spoilers. What are the big two? Big two is Palpatine. Has a granddaughter. And her name is Ray. Yep. Didn't and, make any sense. And then the other one is that we lose a main character. And who? Oh, Leia? Kylo. Oh, what is for the new. Mm, yeah. I was going to say, they've been killing off people. Billy D. Williams somehow, him and Chewie, <laughs> yeah. survived the, the purge. Well, it's not. Okay, so those two things happened. So, yes, I guess those would be the big two, if you want to put it so bluntly. But I had an issue with how they came upon doing everything. It was so Disney. It was unbelievable. So, with Kylo dying, first off, when did Ray learn how to heal people with a force? So, I could be wrong. And I feel like this is going to be a blanket that a lot of people can use when they're arguing these points. But I believe Leia had that power in the EU. Okay. So So it would be conceivable that Leia was able to teach it to her. I mean... Okay. Let's just say I accept that. Okay. All right. So you have that. Almost simultaneous, also spoiler for the Mandalorian if you haven't seen chapter seven, but almost simultaneously, the same force power that baby Yoda uses to to heal someone in chapter seven, Ray inexplicably has the same exact power. I was like, come on. So there's that. Yeah. And then there's the force stealing. What the fuck was that? Like them like mm-hmm. pulling their spirit out of their body. I was like, okay. Okay, is this Ghostbusters or is this Star Wars? I yeah, I was a little. I, I had a I had a big problem with it. Um, I didn't have a big problem. I was just a little turned off by it because I hadn't seen it before. It's like why why now? Also, Ray was floating around like Peter Pan for half the movie, and it, I didn't appreciate I, that. The problem that I had with it is it made it feel like the Force is just magic. Like that that was a big part problem for me. Well, I think JJ might have been trying to go back to the magical force compared to the Metachlorian force. And if that's the case, I'm okay with it. You know, if he if he came out and was just like, I just want the force to be this mystical thing again, cool. 
That's fine, man. Yeah. That, that good on you because the metachlorian thing didn't work. It didn't. It was stupid. I have a theory about that when it comes to the Mandalorian. I think uh, this is a side note, <laughs> but I think the reason why they tried to or the the people that were left over from the um, Imperials, the guys that hired Mando to go get right. baby big ears. So I feel like they were trying to get him to extract Mandalorian or Mandalorians, Metachlorians from him so they can <laughs> try and manufacture a Jedi. I mean, I think that's going to be the big twist in that show. If they mention Metachlorians once, I'm done with that show. Really? John Favre's dead to me. He already, he's messed up a couple times recently with like the Lion King. I'm like, dude, I love you, but stop, stop doing this shit. You were such a good filmmaker and it shows from his other works, yeah. but I hope they don't, I hope they don't do that. Now, don't get me wrong. I told you that I hope they, I also have a stupid thing that I'm like, I hope Ray's at the end of the show and baby Yoda shows her how to do it. Cause I think that would be fucking hilarious. Right. And it shows you where they're at in the timeline also. Right. So another thing. Um, so going to with Kylo's death. Um, did you have a problem with him, with him dying? I didn't have a problem with him dying. I expected it. It was the way he died. was yeah. so cheesy, but not in a Star Wars kind of way or a campy kind of way or a, stand, a campy Star Wars kind of way. It just... Uh, Ray dies. Spoiler alert. Ray dies. For some reason, I guess all her power was exuded trying to kill Palpatine, even though he killed himself. Um, and he uses his life force to bring her back to life. But he still has enough life force just to give her a kiss before he dies. Ah, uh, no, no, no. And this is one of the reasons why I have a problem with the kiss. She kisses him. Does she? It looked yeah. like they both initiated it. No. And like... I have a problem with it because, like, I just didn't feel that throughout the entire show, the, the entire trilogy. Like, no, I agree with you, but I, that's a George Lucas kind of bullshit that was yeah. cool. Because I mean, they had Luke and Leia, and I was like, oh, Luke and Leia. You know, if if I was around in the seventies, I already knew that they were brother and sister. But, but you know, if I was watching that movie for the first time with everybody else, I'd be like, oh, Luke and Leia are definitely gonna hook up, and then Leia and Han get together, and they go, oh, Luke and Leia are brother and sister. I'm like, what? 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 Sucks, sucks to be Luke. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because Leia is so hot. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I had a huge problem with it with that. Um, I think it would have made sense if he would have kissed her like openly and then died, like he knew he was gonna die. Kind of right? Thing. He's like, yeah, I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I changed for you, bitch. All right. Yeah. So I guess you were you were leaning into that one, trying to figure out who kissed who. You know, yeah. it's like who shot first, Han or Guido? But I, it's just one of the problems I had there. Um, but I expected him to die. Because this is the end of the Skywalker trilogy, I expected the Skywalkers to end there. But I, I, I was mistaken. I wanted an, apparently. I, I wanted a original trilogy Force Ghost family tree. You know what I mean? I wanted, yeah. I wanted to see Yoda. I wanted to see Luke. I wanted to see Leia. I wanted to see Han. Even I mean, it wouldn't have made much sense for Han. Uh, I wanted to see Vader or you know Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Though they did have his voice in the movie. Along with Liam Neeson, so and Samuel L. Jackson. And see, I didn't and hear Ewan McGregor was I there. Did, I didn't hear Samuel Jackson, and of course, Ewan McGregor's there. Disney signed that he used his blood and signed his soul over to Disney to do the Obi One show, and I'm totally okay with the Obi One show. Sound like it's going to be like Wendy Williams or Ellen the Obi One show? <laughs> I think it'd be dope though. I'm no, I, I, for that show. yeah, I'm, I'm super excited, but um, I wanted that. You know what I mean? Just a, a nice little send off. So. You can see that Kylo is now with his parents and everybody's happy. Yeah. Um, and he gets to meet his grandfather that has not been talking to him through a magical helmet. So tell me this, though. Why is it that they're willing to talk to Rey, who is a descendant of Palpatine, but not once could the actual Vader come in and be like, yo, dog, I'm not the one talking to you. It's Palpatine pulling your strings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't kill your dad. Don't almost kill your mom, you know? Right. <laughs> like, it was so... Was Leia already weak? Because I don't understand. She died by saying his name to him at a far distance. Luke yeah. had a full-on fight with him before he died. Yeah. Leia just goes, Ben. And they did like the silhouette thing because obviously she was dead. Um, uh, Carrie Fisher, not Leia. Right. Leia wasn't dead yet. But which, which I must say, they did a really good job of covering that up. Yeah, with mad, not, not being able to shoot with her. Mad respect. Now, I you can tell that she wasn't there because of two things. One, 
there's only two camera angles on Leia at any point in time. Mm -hmm. They have the over the shoulder for her and the over the shoulder for whoever she's talking to. Mm -hmm. That's it. There's no, there's no, you know, tomfoolery with the camera or anything like that. So you can tell that she's not actually there. And it might be because I know she's gone, but I feel like maybe, and it's again, it sucks because I know, but I feel like if I was somebody fresh, I didn't know who Carrie Fisher was or anything like that. And I was just watching the movie. I don't know if I'd be able to tell that she wasn't actually there. You know what I mean? It wasn't like grandma Tarkin, you know, like that was not Peter Cushing or yeah. Peter Cushing, right? I believe. Mm -hmm. I might have got that actor name wrong. My bad. <laughs> so the other thing with uh, Ray being Palpatine's daughter or granddaughter. So I had that theory from the beginning of seven. That she was Palpatine's relative. Yeah. I, I, I assume daughter, but I guess granddaughter works yeah, too. So well, no, that, this is where it doesn't work. So there's a Papa Palpatine out there. Well, he died, yeah. but there was a Papa Palpatine out there that was like, dude, my dad's evil as shit. And like his wife's like, no, he's not evil. He's just a senator. And he's like, no, you don't fucking get it. We got to go. <laughs> right? Well, I would, I would assume that he never knew who his father was. So is he like born like Anakin was? Kind of. I would assume... I don't because know. So Palpatine was, was, wouldn't be a dad. He wouldn't have a secret family or anything. Right. Like that, that you know? so that that's my thing. So he wasn't a Jedi. Uh. So Jedi weren't allowed to have family. He was just a senator. So wouldn't he just be able to bone yeah. whoever he wants to? And he may have, but I don't I don't recall him as a senator having a wife or anything. No, he was too but, busy trying to get Hayden Christensen to come to the dark side. Right, and take over the entire, you know. Well, you got to think Galactic so Federation. He obviously had a kid during the prequel trilogy. Right. Somewhere in between three and four, at least. Right. Because after he has a family, that dude has to grow or, you know, after he has a child, that guy has to grow up and have a child of his own that grows up. Right. Right. Because Ray's what? In her 20s? Roughly. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't know how long she's been in this. Yeah, because I don't. I really, it's really unclear what the so, timeline is in Star Wars. Because because I had that theory from Seven, like that's where I thought. Um, it wasn't surprising, and it didn't feel like they were reaching by putting Palpatine in there for me. It felt like it made sense. It was there. Everything was cool. Um, my problem with it though was the reveal. It's so lifeless. Right. I mean, the reveal was pretty bad, especially just like where it was placed. Yeah, right? Like, it wasn't even halfway through the movie, I don't think. Yeah, but you didn't really care either. Yeah. I At no point in time, and I, I've told you this before, at no point in time during this trilogy was I like, who's Ray's parents? Right. I know, like, Disney kept well, wanting no. you to ask that question, but I didn't care. Well, I was no, like, I cared about Kylo. cared, and then at the end of 8, with, like, when Kylo was like, they were you, nobody. Yeah, they're nobody. I was cool with that. They sold you for, for drinking money. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, yeah, that works. I was cool with that. Well, because you use this story that <coughs> the Sith sympathizer that you're looking for at the very beginning of it was happened to be the same Sith that or same person that dropped Ray off on Jakku for her parents to save her life. I have a huge problem with that. Who wiped her memory? Nobody did. So she just she just repressed it. I assume. That's real lucky. Yeah, <laughs> that's real lucky. But. The reason why I have a problem with it is because this is the same exact story as Peter Quill in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that's fair. Except instead of hey, Kurt, Kurt Russell playing this guy you don't know, you pick the biggest bad guy ever <laughs> to be the guy like, I've been waiting for you all this time. Right, but they they Disney has a problem because I told you, um, and I know I keep talking about The Mandalorian during the episode nine Spoiler yeah. stuff. But the last episode, episode six or chapter six with Bill Burr, it is directly a ripoff of Blade 2. And I'm like, I get it, Disney. You're remaking Blade, but Blade 2 still happened. You can't just reuse that entire storyline like, hey, there's these guys that could definitely kick your ass, but they're going to team up with you and go help you do this one thing. And then they're going to turn on you. Yeah. You know, it's the exact same story. And I was just like, okay, you know, so. I don't really put it past Disney to do that sort of thing. So I don't know. I don't know. Did you feel that way when watching it? Did you make the Peter Quill 
No, I didn't. No. I, I didn't. I, I didn't care. That's what I'm saying. It, I just I was looking at how underwhelming it was because Kylo just turns to her and is like, "You are the granddaughter of Palpatine." I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." I'm like, Gasp. <laughs> you know, I just Gasp. I didn't care. Um, at least he wasn't wearing the fucking helmet for that. So yeah, and here's the thing: I feel like J.J. Abrams, for some reason, like I feel like he designed the helmet or something and felt like. Ryan Johnson shit on his, his design. So I, I feel like JJ Abrams original idea was for him to wear the helmet throughout the trilogy. Right. And then Ryan Johnson said, fuck that. And then JJ Abrams said, fuck that. <laughs> and he, he got the helmet remade and it looked weird. Like the red parts were really bright. So he was like walking through like a dark scene and they were like almost glow in the dark, right. you know, iridescent. Like I was like, yeah. And I was helmet. like, I was like, why, why does it look like that? Um, you know, and, and General Hux being the uh, the traitor. Like I it saw was, that coming. It was obvious, but I was like, what a bitch. You know what I mean? I was like, Hux, he wants it. He wants Kylo to lose so he can win and he can be the next guy up. But like, is he not smart enough to understand that he's not the next guy in line? And also, where did this other guy come from? The older guy. He was part of the original Empire, I believe. I have no idea who he was. How did he get to that rank? Palpatine just put it there. He sucked Palpatine's dick. I, mean, <laughs> I, I guess so, man. He's sitting it takes. there, or he hooked him up to the machine. Yeah, he Palpatine was, was just laying lifeless on the floor, and he's like, <laughs> he put him up on that big arm. That it was kind of goofy looking. It was almost like a. Um, it reminded me of uh, God. What is her name? You, you ever played Portal? Yes. Yeah, that big arm thing. Yeah. yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Or like the the steering wheel from Wally. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's just this big mm. arm holding this mm. this little lifeless body. <laughs> I was like, why? I mean, like, because he was so, dead, right? Who Palpatine? Like his body was just a decomposing body that they somehow kept alive with his spirit. So somehow, I I don't think he ever died, but somehow they were keeping him alive. Right, because like he could move his arms, but obviously couldn't move his legs. His eyes were glazed over until he sucked the life form, the life uh, force from Ray and Kylo. Then his eyes turned yellow again, and he had a little bit of life to him, like his lips weren't all black and shit. And I was like, "So what the fuck, man? Like you're just a decomposing body, and these creatures? And I never saw the faces of the creatures either. So like, what, what, what kept you alive? I see. I just I don't know. I can't answer that. I can only assume that. And like, neither can Disney. I can only assume that like. He somehow, from the Death Star blowing up, got to this Sith planet somehow that nobody can get to without a certain fucking thing that he didn't even have. Right. Because it was on the fucking Death Star. Okay. So he got there and then he got hooked up to these machines that kept him alive. And he obviously couldn't leave that room. Right. Because he was was not only were like whatever he was hooked up to was in there, but somehow it was an apex for him to acquire force, I would assume that gave him the life force to be able to stay alive. I guess, man. So it's like a, it's like a double negative there. So he survived because he was thrown down a reactor, a live reactor and should have been shredded to pieces, but also the death star crashed into this planet. So he lived, (laughs) right? Is that how that works? Yeah. I Disney logic. I don't know. I mean, it's just yet another Disney character that the parents die. That's all it is. <laughs> Ray's parents got just straight up murked. Yeah. I mean. God, the more I talk about this movie, I just, I want to hate it. But I I don't. Again, because there's likable characters like Poe that keep you on the side. Like, you're like, okay, good. Let's talk about an unlikable character. Finn? Finn. So. Dude. Man. and Dude, the entire movie, I could not stand the fact that it was this puppy dog love. Of Finn chasing Ray, so I didn't get it. So there's no yeah. love between Rose and, and Finn. Apparently no. not. Like her love in Episode Eight doesn't matter to Finn. Like apparently Disney's just throwing girls at Finn, being like, "Like this girl instead," and he's like, "Nah, I ain't, I ain't falling for Rose." And what? then they threw this new bitch what in is this it? one who used to be a stormtrooper. Right. And what is it? What is it that he was going to tell Ray? Was he going to tell her that she was the granddaughter of Palpatine or was he going to confess his love to her? Confess his love. For sure. For sure. Like, I just didn't know. And it was like, he didn't want to do it when Poe was around. I'm like, is Poe also going to confess his love to Ray? Like, I, I, I don't know. 
Uh, and then that weird three-way hug at the end of it, I was like, oh, that's cringy as hell, man. They're about the three-way tonight, though. Like, <laughs> Eiffel Tower and, you know. I doubt that happened, but maybe. Who knows, man? I can make up stuff. I mean, Poe <laughs> po had a helmet, bitch. So, yeah. Do we see her face? No, right? No, you, you see know? her eyes. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. Who yeah. played her? Do you know? I have no idea. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to look that up real quick. So we did have two new characters. I do not remember their names. Nope. But they're from Poe's backstory. Where apparently Poe, before he joined the Rebellion, or the Resistance, um, he was a spice runner. I like how they said spice, and I was like, that's a drug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it also a drug in space? Um, let's go down here. Uh, so Jana. Is the ex stormtrooper played mm-hmm. by Naomi Naomi Aki, and then a General Pride was the guy. That, so I'm assuming at some point he was part of something. Um, Zori Bliss, played by Zori. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? That's surprising. Yeah, she did not look good underneath that mask. I thought she was much older. But yeah, she's gorgeous. Yeah. They should have definitely showed her face. <laughs> but no, that's fine. Um but Yeah, apparently she used to run the same crew with Poe. I really liked her. I thought she was a good character. Do you like Snap Wexley? Snap Oh yeah, he's the one that died in the X Fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Or the X Wing. <sighs> it was I, Dude, I, I Babu like- Frick was a woman. Really? I liked it. He, he you know, he kind of remember uh, reminded me of the uh the uh shrimp from Finding Nemo. Mm. Like he is like, oh yeah, it's the robot's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is this? This is the cutest little thing. I don't know what he was. He was like a tiny monkey man. But that plays into the whole C three PO thing. So did you have a problem with that? How he had his little arc? So my issue with his arc was not that he he had one. It just felt really rushed. Yeah. It was like, at the very beginning, it was like, hey, we need this. Uh, oh, no, it's going to erase my memory. Okay, no more memory. And I thought it was going to be, from then on out, gags about how he doesn't remember anybody for mm-hmm. the rest of the movie. And that's not what happened. R2-D2 gave him a not completely updated thing. Like, like as soon as he said, I don't trust R2 units with their memory banks. Yeah. As soon as he said that, I was like, R2 has a backup of C-3PO. I yeah. was like, this is just like Wally when they, they use a little chip and then he didn't remember for like a second and then he remembered. But who else was in there? So Maz Kanata was brought back yeah, unnecessarily. I mean, it just showed that she was part of the resistance. Or whatever. It, it was there. Um, I mean, Billy D. Williams came back. He He served no purpose. Yeah. Like he was there for member berries. Well, and and I didn't like how they waited till like everyone surrounded, a couple of people died, and then he's like, "Guys, buddies, this is it. It was great working with you." And he's like, "Never give up, never surrender," and just came in there, just balls blazing. I was like, "You guys are like ten minutes too late to the fight. Where have you been?" Right. <laughs> Everybody's already dead. I mean, for the most part, most of the people died there. The resistance really did die. There's yeah. just a bunch of other people that showed up. Yeah, but they they are the new resistance. Well, I mean, there is no. Could you imagine if Mando was there? He was uh, one of the ships in there. You know, I guarantee you, knowing Disney, I guarantee if you go back and freeze frame it, his ship is somewhere in there. Really? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I like that they had a Y wing in there, which is pretty cool. I always like that ship design better than the X wing. Mm. Personally, I think it's kind of goofy looking, which I love. Um. I don't know, man. Yeah, like Billy D. Williams didn't really do anything for me. Uh, Chewbacca at least had uh, that moment. Also, so did you notice that they mentioned uh, he must have been on another on another ship? He must have been on another vessel or whatever. And I'm like, there was just the one. You blew it up. Right. <laughs> it was just the one. He should have been dead. Right. But you know, fine, whatever. You know, suspense of disbelief because they also raised an X-Wing fighter out of the water that had been sitting there for God knows how many years. And that thing just flew. <laughs> it was fine. She just wore Luke's helmet like it was nothing. Um, and then Leia's lightsaber actually looked pretty cool. I'm not yeah, going to lie. I, I thought Leia's that, lightsaber. That was pretty legit. Um, when did Ray make her lightsaber? And why is it yellow? 
Do you have an explanation with the EU knowledge over there? Um, I mean, EU knowledge, yellow lightsabers are strictly for a certain type of Jedi. Um, that they've never brought up in the correct in the movies, right? They, they've never, they're not canon whatsoever. Right. Like literally Mace Windu had a purple lightsaber and other, other people had yellow lightsabers just because. Was in, in two. Was there yellow lightsabers in two? Yeah. The, yeah. the guy with the long head that was mm. on the Jedi council, he had a yellow lightsaber. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. one with the really tall head? Yeah. Um, so the yellow saber itself is supposed to be for a sentinel Jedi. It is that That's their class that they are. And usually those types of Jedi, what they are specialist in is they go undercover and become a part of other organizations to destroy them. Oh, so that makes sense why she gets it because... Yeah. She's a scavenger kind yeah, of idea. That may, that makes sense. Okay. But... Why she would have one, not that it matters to, because she wouldn't be a sentinel or anything like that. The reason why she would have one is probably it's the only kyber crystal she would be able to find. That's fair. Just whatever's left over. Right. Um, I like the hilt to hers as well. The the black with the, I think it was like silver rings. That yeah, well, sweet. it's also a staff. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, it went off screen, so I didn't know if it was the end of her staff or yeah. not. I, I was, I don't, re- I I was ready for it, the bottom to come out, and I was like, oh, shit, she's got a Darth Maul one. I, I don't know if it's dual-sided or not. Who knows? She might have that one that she had in the vision, her Sith saber that she had. That would be pretty badass. Just, that was the dope, just, dope saber. So, with the vision, was that a CGI ray? It looked off. She looks a little different. It, yeah, yeah. It, like I don't know if they did try to like CGI her a little bit older, maybe. I mean, she was hotter as a Sith, I think. Yeah, no, that, that was. I mean, her just the fling <laughs> of the lightsaber down. I was like, ooh, you yeah, can kill do that me. again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree. Um. I didn't like, so a lot of people keep calling her Mary Sue. Mm. I didn't, I don't hate the character, man. I don't hate Daisy Ridley. I thought she did no, exactly what she could have with the I character. I don't blame a single actor for this movie whatsoever. Right. I don't blame, yeah, I, I agree. I don't blame the actors for it. It's all in the writing and the script and the plot and everything. So. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I love John Boyega. I think he's an awesome actor, but. Finn as a character, I just don't care for him anymore. Like, right, and especially after this movie, I just don't care about him. Right, because in eight, you know why he sucked in this one, right? Because in eight, he was meant to do the ultimate sacrifice, and Rose stole that yeah, from him yeah. and let him be a nine. He he should have died in eight. Um, by the way, shout out to J.J. Abrams for doing the right thing and making Rose a severe side character. <laughs> like, yeah. He curved that one hard. He's like, oh, yeah. You're, uh, Ryan Johnson's like, yeah, you're part of the main squad. You guys are going to go off into the sunset. And they're like, how about you stay at the base and watch it while we go out and do some dogfighting? So here, here's another one. How about when they went to Endor? Do you have a problem with that at all? I had a problem with them showing Ewoks. I hate Ewoks. All right. First of all, I have a problem with them showing Ewoks only after the first or the final order has been destroyed and not even when they go to indoor, when they show up on the fucking planet. Oh, see, I I thought you wanted them to fight with them. I'm like, no, no, if they would have had Ewoks, it would have been way offset with the tone that they were setting with the movie. So I, I had a huge problem with one thing right off the bat. As soon as we get to indoor and they made a joke where they were like, we mean the landing gear doesn't work. And then when they come yeah, to they land on slide Indo- in. they slide in, which I've never seen anybody, even with landing gear, because they don't have wheels, just come sliding in for a landing. Well, I just like... They would just hover and then drop. It's not... Right. No, I agree. Yeah. They wouldn't... Yeah, exactly. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. I had a problem when they were like, yeah, as soon as we get the Millennium Falcon fixed up, and I'm like, you fucking slid it into the ground. Yeah. Are you fixing that? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm pretty sure everything... like. Because the cannon is mounted to the bottom of it. So yeah. everything just scraped off right then. Okay. You, you, you're you not fixing that anytime soon. Maybe they have uh, uh God, what's his name? I can't even think of the actor's name. For Sergeant Fourleaf. <laughs> Nick Nolte. Yeah. Nick Nolte. <laughs> and only, they, they had like Nick Nolte fixing it. I have spoken. Yeah. You know? He's there. Yeah. I had, I had a huge problem with that. And then when she went to the Death God, Star. We're just ranting on this movie, man. I know. Where are the positives? Where are the positives? Yeah. Poe? <laughs> Poe. Po. Kylo. Po. Kylo's cool. Um. I mean, for me, I mean, Oscar Isaacs, his performance as Poe, 
even throughout the entire trilogy, being the most consistent character. I think he is by far has the best character development after Leia dies and he becomes the general. Like you really see him grow as a character, learn how to become a leader. Like it's really cool to see that. Um, I think Kylo, he, I mean, well, Adam Driver they, did the best he could with what he had, but they still, they still were answering to Leia. Like they yeah. kept like, oh, we got to see what the general said. She's gone, and they're all like, oh shit. And based on Finn's character arc in this, he should have known because he's force sensitive for other stupid things. Yeah. Hey guys, let's go this way. I have a feeling. Why? <laughs> Why? He knew when Ray died, but when mm. Leia died, fuck that. I again, I have a huge problem with that Finn shit. Like Finn just is the worst fucking character they squandered such an interesting idea they just fucking squandered it well and they they double squandered it because like you said he's a stormtrooper that became good that had a change of mind and then in this one they go hey there's a whole bunch of stormtroopers that did the same thing it's like oh so finn's not special right (laughs) like and I feel like he should have had more of a connection with them, too. But again, you just don't see it because they don't show anything extra. Like, it's so choppy. I feel like they just need an extra hour to this movie, and it fills in so many gaps. So an extra hour just doesn't do it, though. An extra hour gives us that, an extra hour of runtime. Does it actually improve the movie? That's the issue. Because give those people who made that movie an extra hour, do they fill in the right spots? Probably not. Right, they're probably going to show some more alien creatures and maybe have a little side mission on a casino planet. Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe they'll give somebody else some overpowered force powers, and we'll get to see. So, those. yeah, and that let's go to that. So, Ray, when you first see her, she's floating with rocks around her. Okay, fine. Seeing Luke do it, fine, whatever. Um, not that many rocks. Not that many rocks, and he wasn't straight up floating. I don't believe he no. wasn't. Yeah, um, but you saw him do it in episode eight, where he's floating. Okay, it's fine. But then her coming down, she did like that double backflip like Peter Pan land. And I was like, don't like that. (laughs) Strike one, Disney, strike one. And then it was kind of downhill from that. But uh, for me, because you didn't get the spoilers beforehand. I got the spoilers beforehand because uh, Luke, our buddy, Luke down in Mexico. Shout out to Luke. um, He said, man, you're going to hate this movie. And I said, "Just, just tell me what you know. That way... My expectations are way low and it only goes up from there, which is true. I think that it actually helped me knowing the spoilers because it didn't, it didn't hit me as much. And maybe that's why, cause like you didn't know any of the spoilers, the emotional impact of the movie, it never felt like, I don't know, not that the actors didn't care. It just didn't feel like there was any motivation for them. Like truly, like besides the fact that, they wanted to be the good guys that destroyed the bad guys, obviously. But like, there was no emotional like gravity to anything anybody was saying, right? Yeah, I mean, like Palpatine was only believable. Like you actually felt like he was like, "It's my time, motherfuckers! I'm about to rise." You know, this shit's going down. Like all these ships somehow have been retroactively fitted with planet killing things. Like yeah. when it shot that planet, I was like, "Oh, they're destroying the town." And then the the side of the planet just blew off. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was very confused. Yeah. I mean, technology, man. It just comes such a long way, I guess. Who did that? Yeah. Who? He's on an arm. He's the dangling dead body, man. They basically weakened at Bernie's Palpatine. All right. Yeah. I, dude, there, there's a lot of problems with that. Because there's not even like. There's not even a right hand there. Like somebody right, that he doesn't have there. a general hux ish person. Right. He has pride. Yeah. A general pride, but he's off doing first order things. So I don't know. Do they have stormtroopers going down to the planet to help out Palpatine, you know, change his diaper and stuff? I have no idea. Cause they, they showed like, I'm assuming dead stormtroopers. They had like the outfits out in the hallway. It could have just been outfits that got thrown out. Well, that was on the death star. Right. That's where they were at. No. Where was he at? He was on that planet. He wasn't on Endor. Wow, I missed a big chunk of the movie, apparently. He's on that Sith planet. 
Okay, I'm lost, man. Did I watch the same movie as you? Yeah. I thought she... I can't remember the name of it. It's like Aldos or something like that or Exodus or... I don't know. Oh, duh. Damn, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I am so sorry. Yes, that I, I'm. I'm so tired, dude. Yes, on the Death Star is where the beacon, the second beacon was. Yes, my bad. I, I was like, "What are you talking about?" Of course, he's on the Death Star. No, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, what was that thing called? It, it was something Exile is something like that. <laughs> yeah, they're just like. But so, the speaking planet? of the Death Star, like, I was really disappointed in that in the fight between Kylo and Ren and Rey. I don't know. And, Ren. Said, and, Ren. and Kylo and Ren. Yeah. But Kylo and Ray's fight. I mean, the first one, okay, it lacked the emotional impact that it was trying to have, but it proved that they, that apparently, and they proved this earlier, that apparently through their bond, they can actually take things from the <laughs> other side and teleport things across. Which was neat. Yeah. But why them? Right. Because. Based on episode eight, Snoke is the one who linked them. Right. So by him linking them. But based on this episode, Palpatine is the one who linked them. Right. Because Snoke was just a little puppet. So you know how he said he created Snoke? Did you notice in one of those little like. It looked like a clone of Snoke. It looked like another they, Snoke. Yeah. And I was like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. So I he, there's that. just a whole bunch of Snokes running around. Yeah. I saw like a face and I was like, and I was like, did he get snoke's body or because he's like or, literally he or said is snoke a bad clone of somebody else right he goes i created snoke and then i see that that chamber and i'm like okay so this is like a jurassic park for snokes yeah no that was weird i would i'll totally give you that i just you know there's so much like missing well and star wars has always been that kind of no it has not dude yes it has in episode three when you want to defending episode three, so say whatever you want to. Okay. Well, in episode three, Hayden Christensen talks to Ewan McGregor about the good old days. And remember when I saved your life on such and such planet? They talk about it. They never show it. So I never see a friendship there. Right? It's the same thing with these these new movies. They say it, they don't show it, and I don't understand. So like when Ray trains with Luke. Apparently, her and Luke are on the up and up, even though they were shitty, shitty at best, right? right? They, she left in disgrace from being his student, um, and she she was there for what a couple of days, but now he's like, "Hey, Ray, all the Jedi's they live in you," and she's like, "What the fuck? When did that happen?" Yeah, but in this one, it's like a year later. She's been training. Um, Leia has been her teacher. And then you find out at the end of the movie that Leia was Luke's first student. So she has the capacity to do that. But yet she's come, I'm sure in her years, she's come across other force sensitive people and didn't train them. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> well, she never wanted to be a Jedi. Ooh, Leia? Leia. So why did she train under Luke? Because she, she she wanted to learn about the force essentially just to know just to know it okay but she knew that she couldn't uphold the jedi path because she wanted to have a family with han oh she was thirsty yeah <laughs> that's but fair. in no. the in the eu luke ends up having a kid as well with somebody and still is the jedi master so you don't fuck with the jedi master son yeah okay so let's talk about <laughs> i i just I don't know what to talk about. That's not bad, man. It's just. Well, what'd you, f you, you haven't told me. What'd you feel about the lightsaber duel between Kylo and Ray? Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. It was bad. And you know, this, my favorite lightsaber duel of every single star Wars movie of any of them is the red throne scene in episode eight. Just behind that is episode three between you and McGregor and Hayden Christensen. And just behind that is Darth Maul with, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn. That's it. The other ones suck. Like, and don't get me wrong. I understand why it was back in the seventies. They didn't yeah. have, you know, I'm sure they had choreographers, well, but they just like, they just smacked their lightsabers together and they're like, but it, meant, a master. It, it, it was more like more emotional. I would say, especially in episode five. Like that's why that saber battle. I mean, it go comes, it coincides with the big reveal that Darth Vader was Luke's father, but it just, it's a good 
It's I, a good fight, I think. But the fight itself is not good. It's just them whacking each other's sabers together. Right. I mean, there's nothing special. That's what I'm talking about. I'm just yeah. talking about the pure choreography of the fight. Yeah. I'm not talking about the gravity of the situation, though, even if I had to put it that way, then three would be number one, and then yeah. it would be episode eight, and then episode one. Right. right. Of, the, of the gravity of the situation. But choreography-wise, and just the fight itself, episode eight had the best saber fight, then three, then one. You know, in my opinion, obviously, there's everybody's going to have something different. Somebody's going to say episode five was the best one. Yeah, there's that argument. But I mean, hell, the, some people are going to say the one between uh, Luke and Vader where Luke gets his damn hand cut off. That's the one we're talking about. Huh? That's the one we're talking about. No, I'm saying, wait, no, no. I thought you're talking about between Obi-Wan and Vader. No. When Obi-Wan gives up. No. That's what I'm talking about. No. You didn't say Luke. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. You just said episode five. Episode five, Luke and Vader. I'm talking about four. Yeah, you are. My bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, dude. I'm so tired. Yes, I'm talking about four when Obi-Wan and Vader are just going... Yeah, yeah. I know. I get it. That's a bad fight. Yeah. Strike me down and I shall become more powerful. (laughs) It's just like, eh. I know. Palpatine tried that shit. He was like, kill me. I'll become you. Palpatine has this weird, like, he's like a millennial, man. He just wants to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, he's begging uh, Mace Windu to kill him. He's begging Ray to kill him. You know, he just, he's a weird guy, man. He just wants to die real hard. Real hard. Well, you know, and it just, it's a shame that Kylo had to die because immediately after getting his, I'm assuming half of his life force and half of her life force stolen by Palpatine, Palpatine gets killed. And then he he has to die to save Ray. Which, fuck Ray, save yourself, man. Go back and be happy with yourself. I guess like he he, could, that he was couldn't his, go back to anybody. That was his redeeming thing. So right. here's here's the biggest problem I have when it comes to Kylo Ren in this. Who the fuck gives a shit about the Knights of Ren? Yeah. JJ tried to set it up in episode seven. Yeah. And then it didn't matter. And then Kylo. Because they weren't him. brought up at all in eight. And, yeah. I, and that's one big problem with them. Right. And then and this one, Kylo takes him out like nothing. Also, again, while it's a neat idea, but it doesn't make any sense. Her passing him the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Cool. But it doesn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> and, you, the, you know, they only did the... um. Was it the drop Vader helmet just so they could set up that it each yeah. thing, everything they did in this movie, they did it twice. You know, they said the thing, never, uh, never underestimated droid. The very next scene, Ray says, never underestimated droid. I'm like, yeah, no, we just heard it. Yeah. yeah. Same we thing. Get it. Yeah. Same thing with the, the lightsaber. It's like, Oh look, she passed Darth Vader's helmet through this little portal thing. Well, so. like they already did that b- before too, when he took the necklace off of her. Oh yeah, so they did it three times for that same thing. Yeah. It's like we get it, we yeah. understand. Okay, he pulled the necklace off of her. Now you get the lightsaber. You didn't need the the helmet drop. Also, the helmet drop was just to figure out where she was at. Right. I was like, okay, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, because two things happened in that scene. Because she also like opened up some beans that ended up falling into that room. Yeah. On Kylo's side. Yes. Yeah, that was. It's it's neat. It was a cool effect, but it's like, okay. Also, how did he not know where she was? Because I was watching, and in her left hand, she's holding the dagger that was in his right. fucking room. And right. I was like, wouldn't he be like, where'd you get that dagger from? <laughs> you know? I've seen that before. Yeah, I'm just like, okay. You're on the ship, aren't you? No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it just... God, and it, it just... I don't know if it was just the script or what, but it felt like Adam driver's heart wasn't into it. Like in seven and eight, you could really feel Kylo. Like he really felt like it. Um, his eyes, everything. Adam driver's a phenomenal actor. I think the best actor of the group, um, just pure talent. Uh, and in seven, he shows remorse and sadness and like, a sense of accomplishment all with his eyes when he stabs Han. Mm-hmm. Like he did, like he just had this look and I was like, Holy shit, man. Like it hit home yeah. in this one. It was like, there was just dead eyes. He's like, what do I do now? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. No, I would agree. <laughs> I would say also a standout moment that we 
I didn't see coming at all was Han showing up in the movie. I appreciate, I, again, I appreciate him not being a force ghost because it wouldn't have made any sense. Yeah, but I mean, I thought it was a really good scene between him and Adam Driver. Ben it, Solo. It, it was probably the most emotional scene, I think, for the entire movie for me. I mean, what else was there? He, that was him finally. I mean, there was Leia dying, but. But it, it didn't have, I don't know, man. Because we, we, we knew she had to. Right. And we knew that wasn't going to look good regardless of how they did it. Yeah. So there was two things that were obviously CGI, which is a little painful besides the young Leia, the flashback, um, which didn't look awful. No, it didn't look awful. But Luke compared to Luke. Yes. Like Luke yeah. They perfect. literally, they go, Hey, look, look at this perfect face and look at this not so perfect face. Right. Um, but they had, um, they had her with the silhouette. And then when she falls to the bed, it was obviously CGI. And then when they show like the the look of her, yeah. like her laying down, I was like, Oh no, that doesn't look that doesn't look quite right. You guys could have worked on that a little bit longer, but yeah. um again, I think it might be because of the script and plot by committee. They might have thought of that last moment and the people working for visuals had to like really pump it in there. Because yeah. I mean you I saw mean, the unfinished I mean, thing I, in the trailer. I wish I mean I kind of feel like I feel like two people should have died in eight that didn't, and Leia was one of them. Well, they they just wouldn't let her die. Yeah, that I mean, forever. See, and I think this is the only thing that you know how you're talking about cohesive. Like it is a trilogy. That is the only thing that I think is somewhat cohesive. Now that I know that Leia was training to be a Jedi and she knows the Jedi way, yeah. I'm a little bit more okay with her floating through space. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm like, okay, that's fine. I agree. But, but I, at the I also time, see. It looks so goofy. I also see that there was a trend, and I feel like it was the plan always for Leia to die in this one, because Han died in the in the seven, and then Luke died in eight, and then Leia was gonna die in nine. Yeah, that's fair. Like I, I saw that setup coming. I still felt bad for Chewie. Basically, his entire family is gone. Yeah, but I mean, he outlives everybody. Yeah, I mean, he was gonna outlive anybody anyway. But Han yeah. didn't get to die of old age. Leia did not get to die of old age. Um. I mean, Luke. Billy D. Williams is still alive. It's not his family. He's not even friends with it, man. He doesn't like the guy. Well, Ray is technically his family now. I guess, man. Finn. Like, mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it did show. It opened up with them uh, playing the what is it, space chess with them. Yeah, I forget what it's called. I know the actual name, but I don't. I don't remember. I don't know. Anyway, I think that's it, man. I think we're good. Um, I, I'm gonna throw out a couple positive notes. It couldn't have been worse than Game of Thrones, <laughs> right? Game of it, Thrones was the worst thing that came out all year. Right. So I didn't even watch it. It couldn't have been worse than that. All right. So positive number one. Um, number two, I will say maybe it's just because I like Star Wars, but I did enjoy it more than I liked Jumanji Next Level. I, I can't attest to that one way or the other. Yeah. But I'm saying for me, um, Ray was OP. But it was pretty badass to watch, you know. Like yeah. it was, it was annoying that she was overpowered, but it was cool to see. It's like watching Goku turn Super Saiyan for the first time, right? I just, I just hope her story's done. I hope. What do you mean? Because so, so they say the Skywalker saga is done. You think they would still continue with Rey? I hope not. She carried the Skywalker name at the end of the movie, man. Right, I know. Which made no fucking sense. But Star Wars Episode Ten is scheduled to release in twenty twenty one. Yeah. Not episode 10. Yeah. It's the it's a new trilogy. Well, yeah, it says episode 10. Are you serious? As of right now on IMDb, if you look it up. Oh, yeah. IMDb, yeah. it's fan made. No. Um, but no, everybody's referring to it too. If you look on any theories or Yeah, forums. that's fine. It is a it is a mainline saga movie, but it is not Skywalker saga. It's right. its own thing. So I don't, I, I don't want Ray to come back in it, but she might. Who knows? You don't know, man. It could be like Knights of the Old Republic. It could be said. No, that no, that's confirmed as a separate movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man! Disney is just gonna milk this motherfucker dry. Yeah. See, and here's the thing: I just want to be along for the ride. There's gonna be hits. There's gonna be misses, man. Solo sucked, but then we got Rogue One. Well, actually, we got Rogue One first. So we got Rogue One, and it was like, hey, Disney isn't messing this up. And then we got Solo, and goes, ah, pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah. Because Disney did the same thing, the same exact thing that Fox did. 
a few years ago when they released X-Men Origins Wolverine and they had plans for Magneto. They had plans for, um, uh, I think Nightcrawler was one of them. Yeah. They had like plans for all this stuff and then it flopped so hard and they go, Oop, let's cancel those for now and we'll revisit that at a later date and they never did. I think the same thing's going to happen with, or the same thing happened with Disney. They released Solo, didn't do so hot. Also, it wasn't that great of a movie. Right. Uh, Woody Harrelson was badass in it, but that was about it. Um, and then they they kind of backed off on that. So hopefully, hopefully, they'll do more stuff like The Mandalorian. I'd like to see more stuff on Disney+. Plus. That is okay with me. And then just chill. Chill for like a solid six years. You know what I mean? Six years is a good time to like let us just kind of digest what we got with this last trilogy. Don't just keep every two years you have a mainline movie coming out. I mean, I agree, but I I just, I don't want Star Wars to only live in like television, like TV episodes. Like I would love, I, I want there to be movies. Again, I agree. Just wait six years between the nine movies that you have that are, those are the Star Wars canon. Those are the ones that you refer to when you're talking about Star Wars. And then continue on with whatever legacy you want to have. Yeah. Right. And then after that, you can pump them out every two years from there, but just wait a solid six years. You know what I mean? Give us a break from mainline Star Wars. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay. Anyway, we're going to get the heck out of here. We probably ram. I probably rambled. Sorry. My bad. I probably rambled a little bit too long on this, but if you agree with our opinions, let us know via our Facebook uh, you can text me, text Tim. Here's his number right here, 281. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but yeah, let us know via Facebook. Uh, hit me up on Instagram, whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, just let us know if you agree with us or probably completely disagree because we're the only ones that like episode eight. <laughs> um, and then let us know how you feel about nine. And hopefully you watched it before listening to this spoiler review of episode nine. But overall, it's okay. Yeah. It's super okay. I just sat there and let it happen to me. It's over. <laughs> it 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 is finally over. We can rest. Yeah. You got any final words? Die. Die, die. everybody. <laughs> no, don't die everybody. <laughs> <laughs>